Hello America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and it is springtime. It is getting warmer outside. It's that transitional phase where you could bust out the dope jackets. I feel like style in those uh, transitional seasons... It's kind of tricky because the shit is dope. Like, you got some of your dopest pieces that you get to wear out, right? Like, it's hard to look cool in a big-ass, puffy-ass coat. It's hard. You can do it. It's been done. But it's way more challenging, right? If you're a person who doesn't give a shit about your appearance, I'm not talking to you right now. I'm not talking to you most of the time, actually. Unless I address you directly, sir. No, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's that it's that weather where you can bust out your cool jackets, you know, a jacket with a big scorpion on the back, like Ryan Gosling wore in Drive. Isn't wasn't that jacket fly as fuck? That shit was dope as hell. I love that jacket, man. It's um one of the things I think about when I think of that movie. That movie was incredible, and I'll tell you my two favorite things from that movie. One. Ryan Gosling. Two, Ryan Gosling's jacket. That's it. Those are my two favorite things about that movie. Actually, now, truth be told, I really enjoyed um, that scene where he stomped that dude's face in in the elevator. You know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that falls asleep on movies all the time. How long was that movie? Let me just double check so I don't sound like a fucking idiot. Like, I, you know, not that I... You know, you guys aren't paying me to be right. You guys aren't paying me at all. Drive. Movie. 2011. Damn, that movie came out a long time ago. Uh, It was an hour and 40 minutes. The length that a movie should be. Oscar Isaac was in it. Wow, I forgot about that. Because I was so focused on Ryan Gosling. Not going to lie, I was also focused on Christina Hendricks. Because she had the fucking heavies hanging out. And she got her face blown off. In a fucking bathroom. If you have not seen the movie by now, I don't care that I just said that. You've had plenty of time to watch this movie. And if you want to watch Christina Hendricks with the fucking heavies hanging out and getting her fucking face blown off at some point in time during the movie. I'm not a monster. I'm not going to tell you exactly when it happens or where she is or what room did I kill him in. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. However, she shows up in the movie And then something happens to her where she can't show up anymore, right? Like what happens to a lot of people. R.I.P. in advance to fucking Bruce Willis, man. I feel weird saying that. R.I.P. in advance. Has anyone ever said that before? Jesus Christ. You know, if I was good at editing, I would edit that out. Because that sounds crazy to say. But I just found out. I don't know enough information about this um, Bruce Willis thing. But, um... Let's see. So basically, whoa, Hollywood failed Bruce Willis. What does Bruce Willis? The family of Bruce Willis has announced that the actor will step away from his career due to a diagnosis of aphasia, which is affecting his cognitive abilities. God damn it, man. I love Bruce Willis, which doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter that I love Bruce Willis. Um,. Shitty things happen to people that we care about all the time. I don't even know Bruce Willis on a personal level. But I would rather sit down and have dinner with him than I would with some family members. I hear he's a great guy. 
And also, I'm just a fan of him. So even if he wasn't that great, so to speak, I would enjoy his company. I think Bruce Willis seems really fucking cool. Remember that scene in Ocean's 12 where they were trying to rob the place and then they ran into Bruce Willis and Bruce Willis ran into Julia Roberts who was being played... Julia Roberts who was playing Danny Ocean's wife or ex-wife who they were now back together and apparently they had separated and gotten back together like three times so they were on their second third anniversary no they got separated anyway she runs into Bruce Willis and Bruce Willis thinks she's Julia Roberts even though she is Julia Roberts but she's playing it's kind of a, a real brain buster I'm clearly having an issue explaining it but I know what I'm talking about um but there was a sweet spot in time where I feel like movies were just an hour and 30 to an hour and 40 minutes. And the only long movies, like we only let like two people make long fucking movies, right? We let Scorsese do it and we let Tarantino do it. Like, look at me acting like I fucking, like that's it. Those are the only two people who we allowed to make long movies. Now they're all too fucking long. You know, I still haven't seen the Batman movie. I haven't seen the movie The Batman, starring Robert J. Pattinson um, as the Batman. And part of the reason is, it's just so fucking long. Like, whenever I have time, if you have to carve out three hours... To show up to a movie theater and watch a goddamn movie, um, that's a that's that's your day, right? Like you go eat somewhere maybe before or after. Truthfully, I'm the kind of guy. Years ago, this is how I've changed. I would be sneaking big boys into the movie theater. Big boys are what I, me and my friends always call them. Big boys, I'm talking about like twenty four ounce or thirty two ounce beers, right? We would get the big boys and we would bring them to the movie theater or like whoever I was like on a date with or whatever. We would go into the fucking movies, sneaking a couple of big boys in, not buying snacks. I'm not really much of a snacker anyway. I mean, I eat snacks, but I'm like movie theater snacks are not really the type of snacks I really like to fuck with, you know. But if I was going to fuck with a movie theater snack, I didn't kill him. But if I did kill him, this is how I would have done it. OJ Simpson status. Um... I would fuck with some Raisinets. You know, everybody's like, you don't like popcorn? And it's like, what's this? Do you, I don't think it's shocking that someone wouldn't choose to eat popcorn. I get that it's salty and buttery and it's hard to stop eating something that's salty and buttery. Salt and butter together is like, it's delicious. I don't think it's better than onion and garlic together. I think onion and garlic, I think the second... You put some olive oil in a fucking pan and you put some onion and garlic in the pan and you put some fire under that bitch. The fucking whole apartment or house smells incredible, right? I don't like when the whole like when like food is done and everything smells like food still. But if I had to pick a food still to smell like, yo, onion and garlic ain't too bad, man. Onion and garlic ain't too bad. It just it's, it always smells fucking great instantly. You know, sizzling up in the uh, frying pan. 
having a cup OT right now. I just got to say this real quick, actually. These guys aren't paying me, but uh, I think it's... Let me tell you the brand. I don't want to butcher this, so let me look this up. Harney, Harney and Sons. Harney and Sons Fine Teas. Um, Harney and Sons is very good tea. It comes in a special... It comes in a little box. And um, like a little tin box. And, you know, it looks kind of fancy. It's fancy. And nobody says that the way I just said it. Uh, this this flavor called Hot Cinnamon Sunset. And I'll be honest with you. It tastes like sipping on a big red. You can get it at places like Target. Or you can order it on Amazon. And anything in between, right? I don't know if you'll find it at your local pharmacy. But if you do, then that's your pharmacy. Right? You go to a neighborhood... You're in that place. You find your go-to spots. What's your go-to seamless order? Everything's about go-to's nowadays, right? What are your go-to pages that you follow on social media? That's what we're going to keep showing you over and over and over again so you don't have an opportunity to learn about anything new. I don't know, man. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks since I've been off the social. Two weeks off the social. And uh, I'm... Well, how do you feel about that, Corey? How do I feel about being two weeks off the social? Well, I feel like I hear people talk about things because I am around people a lot. See, some people are on social media and they like work from home and shit. I'm on social media. I'm no, sorry. I'm actually not on social media at the moment. And... I'm around people all the fucking time. So it kind of balances out. Like I'm actually around people. You know, I make, I look people in the eye when I talk to them just to let them know that I'm there and I see them. And some people respect that. You can tell though when you look someone in the eye if they fuck, you can tell a lot. You could tell if they are sincere. You could tell if they are paying attention to what you're saying, just on a basic level, right? Um, you can tell by the way somebody looks at you if they're in love, love. So many things I gotta tell you, but I'm afraid I don't know how. Cause there's a possibility that you look at me differently, love. I can't sing. That's a talent I wish I had. What the fuck happened to Music Soul Child? Music Soul Child, pretty sure had a fucking giant head of dreads underneath a fucking big Rasta hat. And then all of a sudden showed up with a short haircut. And then he soon after disappeared. What do you think it was? Do you think his power was in his hair? Like Samson from the Bible, you know, which is probably one of my favorite Bible stories. But the Bible's got a real God. Why do I keep talking about the Bible so much? The Bible's got a real habit of making women look real fucking bad. <laughs> and again, you know, what's funny. I don't really have to give a shit about that, do I? Right. And then somebody's always going to go. I like to make comments like that in front of people because somebody goes, why would you not give a shit about that? Don't you have a mother? Yeah, I do. But I just said that because I knew it would upset you a little bit. That's the only reason I said it. That's my problem, right? But I'm addressing my problems. I don't want to be annoying about addressing my problems. 
because that's annoying too. I'm addressing my problems. Yeah, so it doesn't mean that you uh, get to just still have them. If you're actually addressing them, like, what does that mean? Are you addressing your problems just to announce that you suck at stuff and you know it? Like, oh, like people who say, I was just talking about this earlier. People who say, uh, I'm so bad. I'm such a bad texter. I'm a bad texter. Bad texters, quote unquote, are the most annoying motherfuckers in the world. Because bad texters have Instagram. They'll just have it. They'll be on it. I know some bad texters that aren't on social media like that. They're just bad texters. But I know bad texters that I know have their phone on them all the time. I don't understand the difficulty of responding to someone's message. I don't think you have to respond to everybody immediately. I don't think that's... um, I don't think that's necessarily important to respond to everybody immediately unless it's like work-related. You know, if you're dating someone and you don't respond to them or you're married to someone and you don't respond to them, which could be also different. Um, that's one that's it that's something. But like the type of people that'll be like I'm a bad texter and just have their fucking phone on them all the time. We know each other's phone habits. You're around people enough, you know that they always have their phone on them, you know. Anyway, bad texters are full of shit. Now, if you claim to be a bad texter and I've never seen you have a phone in your hand, or you pull out a flip phone and you got to use like T9 mode and shit, which at some point in time, I got really good at. Truth be told... The best phone, my favorite phone that I've ever had, my favorite phone ever, and I would go back to it in a heartbeat, was the BlackBerry. BlackBerry was dope. BlackBerry had Brick Breaker on it. Um, you could drop the fucking thing and it wouldn't matter. I'm not, people also like, I don't, I'm not a person that drops my fucking phone. Like, something has to happen for me to drop my phone. I don't just drop my fucking phone. I'm I'm pretty good at taking care of the things I own. But um, it's every now and then, something will happen. I remember one time I had this... Before I switched over to the, uh, to the dark side, before I switched over to Apple, I had a Samsung Galaxy for like a year or so. It was a couple years. I'm over here saying it. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. I was probably like 22, 23. I had this Samsung Galaxy. I was working at a store downtown. And I went down. Uh, like in a, I crouched to lock the bottom of a door. You know how the doors sometimes have the bottom lock. And you have to align it. So that way the thing goes in through the, the bottom part of the door. That goes, bolts the door shut. That was a fucking long way to explain that I was trying to lock a door, right? I was trying to lock this door, and um, I dropped my phone from no bullshit less than a foot from the ground, and it fell face down. Now, that feeling of when your phone falls face down, and you got to fucking... You got to like have that moment of, oh, God, I don't even want to pick this fucking thing up and look at it and turn it over. And sure enough, I picked the phone up and it was like spider web. And I worked like I've like continued to just walk around with that phone just like that for like a week. Just a whole week of just just fucking 
fully cracked screen. And it got worse and worse and worse without me even trying to make it worse. To the point where, like, little pieces of glass were in my fingers. So, when you have uh, a broken phone with a shattered screen, it probably is a little dangerous. I mean, it's not like when the Samsung phones were making people's fucking heads... They were, like, exploding on the side of people's heads while they were on airplanes and shit like that. But it was pretty crazy. Speaking of exploding on the side of people's head, did you guys all see... Right? Look, look, look at this shit. Did you guys all see Will Smith get up and um, publicly assault a comedian for doing his job? That's all I'm going to say. It doesn't matter anyway. Because Chris Rock handled it like a professional... And what are you going to do? I talk about this a lot. Uh, celebrities are just regular motherfuckers that just live an unnatural lifestyle. It's not normal to be fucking everything you do. You want to be famous, right? You want to be a movie star. So... And I know, and you know, Will Smith has been famous for a long time. I don't know what's in his head. I can't speak for him. All I'm saying is, motherfuckers want to be famous. That shit is not normal. And everything you do is in the public eye. Everything you do. And I think his wife fucking is a little too open with their relationship publicly. Like... I've said this shit episodes back if you want to go back. I don't want to know all this personal shit about anybody's relationship. Some people do though, like and that's the thing, right? It's not for me. I'm a guy that can easily with no anxiety at all go 2 weeks without being on social media. I'm not better than you. I'm not better than anybody. I just care about other things, and that's something totally different. So, while we're on the subject, yeah, you know what? That is for somebody. Somebody does like what Jada Pinkett does. Do I like it? No, I don't give a shit about it, to be honest about, you know. But hey, some people do. I think sometimes I would like to understand why anyone would care that much about knowing the ins and outs of somebody's relationships. And truly, I think it's because if I had to put a put a guess to it, it's probably because people all desire to have a strong connection somewhere or other. And I think um, when you see people that have been together for such a long time, you know, like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett were kind of an example of a couple that people, you know, relationship goals, like people like to say, right? So um, to see them have an unconventional type relationship, I guess... Um, kind of is a hot topic for a lot of fucking people, you know, for a lot of people. I saw a car flipped over on its side today and um, really made me think about life. <laughs> I was just like, Jesus Christ. You just don't see shit coming, right? Like you just can't see everything coming. And I think it's a fucking travesty to walk around always thinking, oh, eventually, 
Um, eventually, I am gonna be happy if I have this thing. If I get to, the, if I go to this place. If I lose this much weight. If I get this job. If I buy this outfit. You know, if I get this person to like me, like it, it's it's uh, we spend our time focused on the wrong fucking things. We are looking for outside influences to make us happy. When the truth of the matter is, we should be trying to figure out how to be okay and grateful for the things that we do have that are good in our lives, right? Um. I was thinking a lot today about how I've built really strong relationships with the people that I can I consider my friends over the years. And I know that I can call them anytime I need them. And to the best of their ability, they will always be willing to help me out. They will always have my back. You know, and I'm not some fucking idiot who's over here like, yeah, man, that's loyalty. It's like, no, man, you know, you love somebody, you take care of them, they take care of you, you know what I mean? And I've done nothing but, like, keep in contact with those people that, you know, I try my best to do that shit, you know, it's important. You know, you got motherfuckers out here getting aphasia and shit like that, like, that shit is no fucking joke, you know, bad textures out here. So I'm just out here, you know, minding my own business, doing my thing. I mean, I should be in the fucking minding your own business Olympics. You know, everybody is always up everybody's ass. And I think a cool thing, by the way, uh, last week was episode 95. This is episode 96. And um, 95 was actually my was the hundredth episode of this podcast that has been released. It is not episode 100, but it was the hundredth episode. So I'm pretty proud of that. Um, I've consistently been able to bring this to you all. And yo, motherfuckers have been listening more and more and more. What I want to do is have people write in. I want people to write into the show. I want you to hit me up with problems. Hit me up with conundrums that are going on in your life that you want to address. Maybe you go, man, that guy Corey's got a good head on his shoulders. Um, I'm going to ask him if he could help me out with this problem or what he would do in this situation. What would Corey do in this situation? And then I would sip on my tea like so. You know, with tea, I don't got to worry about a ratio. But if I put two tea bags in the water, it might be a little stronger. You know what I'm saying? I'm uh, just saying. Notice how I said teabag without getting immature about it, right? I used to really, when I was in high school, I used to worry about that shit. Motherfuckers would be like, like if you were sleeping over one of your boys' houses, which my mom really wasn't big on letting me sleep over motherfuckers' houses like that. You know what I mean? But um, if I ever did, and it was like a bunch of dudes, motherfuckers would be like, yo, Whoever go to sleep first is getting teabagged. If you don't know what getting teabagged is, this was my understanding of getting teabagged. Putting your balls in somebody's mouth while they're asleep with their mouth open, right? That's what teabagging is. 
And at the time I grew up in the Bronx, the amount of homophobia was homophobia was rampant amongst uh, the young guys in the fucking, you know, where I'm from. And uh, for a bunch of guys to be that homophobic, they were awfully excited about somebody getting somebody's balls put in their mouth. So it was just weird line between being like super fucking <laughs> super open and progressive, but also really fucking homophobic. And I always would say too, man, I'm like, yo, bro, if one of you motherfuckers puts their, your balls anywhere near my fucking face or mouth, if it's near the face, I'm punching them. Right? They'll punch you in the balls. That's easy, fair. If they're in my mouth already, I'm fucking biting them off. I'm biting your balls off your body. I'm confident that I could rip your scrotum with my teeth. Um, and that was the, you know, I just want you to know, like, that's what you're signing up for. Put your balls in my mouth. Uh, they're getting ripped off, okay? You know, you, you're coming in with two balls and you're leaving with none. You know what I'm saying? That's just tax. Those balls are being taxed. Um, but yeah, guys, listen, write me, write me stuff. There's another siren here. You just can't escape it. It's New York City, baby. Um, write something in. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you guys maybe want to hear more of on the show. Um, I got nothing, but you know, I talk myself to sleep. So I could do this all day, right? It's like my boy Cap said. But guys, listen, take care of yourselves. Take care of the people you love. And practice having gratitude, right? Having goals is fucking amazing. You should get up and want to get after something, right? But also, sometimes things fall through. That's okay. Move on to the next thing or try again. And um, while you're trying these things, take a look around. If your worst case scenario was not that bad, then you're in a pretty good fucking position. All right? Just think about that. Take care of yourselves. I'll talk to you guys soon. Later.